Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Women in Business radio show with Sean Murphy, connecting women in business around the globe. Hello and welcome to the Women in Business Radio Show. Going a bit mad there on the buttons. You'd think after seven years I've been doing this, seven years, same deck, <laughs> same stuff, same knobs, same buttons, same screens. We, we may have moved studio, but it all came with us. Have I learned how to do it? Not at all. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think it is, Adele? Do you, what do you reckon? Hormones, maybe? We, well, I've got to blame it on something. Uh, it can't be stupidity, surely. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think the schedule might have tweaked. Do you, re- <laughs> do, do you reckon? Anyway, here we are. It's Thursday. This is the Women in Business Radio Show, and we're live in the Channel Radio studio with my co-host, Adele. Adele, say hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm. We're doing good today. Doing good. We're going to be heading over into our usual slot that we have in a moment. We're just going to talk about some of the things that we've learned over the week. But let me introduce our guest today properly. It is Natalie Barry. Natalie is a coach, trainer and mentor. And today it's sort of all about money because that's really what you do, Natalie, isn't it? It's about money. You help women. Is it women or is it people? Yeah, predominantly women. Um, You Well, I'll tell you what. Instead of me... Like waffling on telling people what you do. Why don't you tell them what you do? There's an idea, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, So I help mainly women in business, some men, some fortunate men get to work with me, Um, and I help them to increase their revenue. So it's generally um, people are stuck between a certain income level. So I help them uh, with their confidence mainly, because that's generally the problem, their strategy and their sales, and I do that in a variety of different ways, from free groups to courses to one-to-one and all that's in between. But you have a, a sort of a little sweet spot, don't you? Because so so many times we hear this, oh, we get over the million, you know, your first million. <laughs> Make six figures in yeah. six minutes. That's, yeah, I love that. That's, that's the one. <laughs> Hit your first million. And... <laughs> Uh, I mean, how seriously? Yeah. How many times have we oh, had too that? many? And and that for some people, that's it's just not happening, is it? And they're sitting no. there thinking, "Oh, well, I've got fifty quid here. 
I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, and for you, the sweet spot is down, I think, where everybody has to start off somewhere, don't yeah. they? Everybody, whoever you are, wherever you are now, you will have started off with nothing and mm. making your first quid. Yep. And you specialise in helping people who are at that sort of one to 3,000 right, plateau. Yeah. They, they've hit that plateau. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that later. But first of all, let's go over to our... Well, our regular little slot. Mm-hmm. It's getting a bit exhausting for you and I, though, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. we can't... Uh, I, don't <laughs> know what, I don't know what else to come up with now. OK, but we are... We're going to be talking about what books we've read this week, what tools we've been using, and what we've learned. So I think you better go first, Adele. Shall I go first? So there's sort of three things... Well, let's do the tool first. So for me, I have found a really great tool where I create a, a document or a booklet... And with a piece of software, you can make it editable. So you can put it online, you can use it as part of your courses or something else. So people can actually edit directly online um, and type it. So that's a really good bit of software that I found that I have now used on all of my documents. What's it called? It's called Sedja. So it's S-E-J-D-A. I, I don't know if anybody's noticed now, but actually what I'm doing here, this yeah. is like this is where I get free business advice. <laughs> <laughs> I get all of the tools I need. I get all of the coaching I need. <laughs> you know, you, that's what I do. Mm. So what's it called? Set- it's S-E-J-D-A. S-E-J-D-A. Yeah. Uh, tell me again what it does so what you do so if you've got a document that you've produced say a, as, a, as, a, as a pdf yeah, or a picture, a... it could be a course so i for instance i've done a, a course and there is a workbook so right. i download it as a, as a pdf and then when i bring the pdf into this software i can put in boxes where they can actually type into the workbook so it makes it and, and they save it as that which is really great because i'm still confused yeah so you add editable workbox so you can make this pdf so you can edit it so who's going so who's going to edit it is it the people who are using the workbook your clients mm. if you like yeah. so yeah. they could go in and edit it themselves they they can put Online. in a drop down box yeah absolutely and it is really great so what that means if you're running courses then they don't have to print the booklet and then hand right onto it. So what they're able to do is I say, here's your booklet for my course. If you want to take notes while I'm talking, um, you can actually type it directly onto the document and keep it, which is amazing. So it stops people oh, from printing. Clever. And also they, they can then just build on that. So I, I found that, which was amazing. So for me, when you're doing so many online courses um, and, memoir and, and diaries, it's brilliant. And it's really, really affordable. Mm. And it's just... Because I'm I'm a doodler. I mm. like I like to mm. scribble on things, so I print it out and scribble yeah, on it. But not everybody no. wants not everybody wants to do that. Other people like to see because well, then what you end up with it it can be a bit scrappy, can't mm. it? And you yeah. end up with scribbled notes, which is lovely. Mm. So actually, what you could do if you're a scribbler like me, mm. you could do your scribbling on a printed out version and then yeah. go and create almost like your own complete, exactly. brand new mm. workbook mm. document. Mm to start afresh from and then you when you if when you need to revise and perhaps do a few more scribblings as the course goes forward and you mm. generate new ideas yep. you can start from from a clean book again yes you can exactly and, and so like you said i've probably got on my audience is pretty much 50 50 splits i'm like to print and write some like to go direct into the document but what that one doc, i don't have to produce different documents for different people one document and it's up to you how you use it so yeah that's worked out really Sedra. efficient mm. Do you have a tool, Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I'm a big fan of Canva still. I know it's old school, but I love it. I just think you can do so many things on there. And, and economy-wise, especially if, like, for some of my clients, it's such a handy tool to, you can, like, do basic websites, things like that, with links on it now. You can do video editing. Like, that. that's probably one of my favourite tools I didn't in know you could do video editing. You can mm. now, yeah. It's very exciting. I did not know that. Yeah. You see, this is something we were speaking about. Was it last week or the week before, where... So you really need to keep up with the development of the tools that you already have, she says, clearly not doing that <laughs> at all. <laughs> Every now and then, you know, the emails come through and it'll be something like, what's new in whatever? And I just, I haven't got time. Um, and I miss an awful lot because they, you know, they're moving forwards all the time. All of these apps, they're developing, they're bringing in new things. And sometimes I find I'm going to buy something that's actually now incorporated yes. into something I'm already paying for. Mm. Yeah. And also it's handy to keep everything together in one place, isn't it? I yeah. did not know you could do that. You can, yeah. Yeah. And you can direct, because I've been using that for reels. So if you're using Instagram, then you can do the video editing and then create 60 mm. second reels and upload them. And for the premium Canva, so if it's just you and you have a premium account, which I think is about £10 a month, mm, yeah. it gives you access to so many images yep. that if you were to go away and pay for... So these aren't just images that you can find on some of the... Um, so I don't like to say royalty free, but the ones where you mm. can get and use them, websites like Upsplash mm. and that sort of thing and Pixabay, where you can get images that you can use for an attribute in return for an attribution. You can get access to some of some premium images on Canva, can't you as mm. well? Mm. If you have the if you have the premium account, yeah, absolutely. you can get images from places like I think there's something coming off of Shutterstock and that sort of thing. Yeah. And normally, you know, they're going to be costing you sometimes 10, 20, 30 pounds an image. Yeah. And music as well now, Sean. They've got music. So, again, oh, yeah. you can have that without paying for royalties, etc. because mm -hmm. they've covered all that for you. So I found good quality music to add to the videos as well. One of the other things I've noticed, actually, on other apps, other tools that I'm using, is the number of people that are now integrating direct with Canva. Yeah. So if you are creating, so I use Ripple, for instance, mm -hmm. and you can now integrate with Canva, I believe, on that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you can, so mm. that you can pull in stuff that you've already created or you've got off Canva. You can now upload it into other tools. There's all sorts of there's all sorts of tools that mm. will now integrate with Canva, so you can just pull pull stuff off straight into yeah. into it. Mm. So thank you for raising that again. And I did not know oh, they did okay. videos. Mm. My tools this week. Well, I, I've got two tools. One I don't know whether one of them's a tool, but I went and had a massage on Monday. One something that I haven't actually had time to do for ages. And it was so it's really just sort of do something for yourself. And I think we forget how some something like a massage, mm. just like moving the lymph around a bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sort of getting it moving a bit um, mm. can really make a difference. And I had forgotten I've been so busy. Yeah. So that's the first thing. I have a tool, though, that I have been using for a long, long time. And every now and then I'll get one of these out and I'll start using it. And people will go, oh, my God. What is that? And I use Frixian pens mm. that rub out. And they rub out really, I saw really well. I I'm like, I want one. <laughs> and I, I'm going to start selling these. I'm going to start one. selling them at events. And I'm going to get my Amazon link, my Amazon <laughs> affiliate link working properly and get it out there. These things, they're absolutely amazing, especially if you're using journals and... Mm. You know, if you have a journal, if you have a diary, for instance, if you keep a paper, a paper diary and you're writing in it because they rub out properly. 
Not mm. like, you know, the scrappy rubbings out that we used to have with... Uh, do you remember pens, you know, when yeah, I was a child and they, they were supposed to be erased? Well, they didn't. It, by the time you actually managed to get rid of the pen, you, you had a hole in the paper. paper yeah. These are really, really good. They mm. also... It will also erase if you put them in the microwave. So you can write an entire journal, mm. stick the whole thing in the microwave, yeah. and <laughs> it will erase... it Or iron it. You can iron... Uh, so if you heat it, mm. um, the pen will erase... But they're just really good at actually just rubbing out. They're mm. so clever. Mm. The so truth shall never come out again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's Frixion. That's F-R-I-X-I-O-N. That's my tool of the week. Right. So on to books. What books are you reading this week? Who's going to start first? I, I this week grabbed um, Girl Stop Apologising by Rachel Hollis. And it is the word no. It sort of links into my learn. So for me, it's saying no. But I, I, I just enjoy reading the book. And uh, it's just about explaining it's okay to say no. Mm. I needed that reminder. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a little bit of time to get into it, doesn't it, sometimes? Mm. Especially when things start happening and you, can, you get onto a bit of a roller coaster. You, you just sort of carry on, both with yourself, I think, and also with other people mm. as well. And you're just racing, 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 racing. And you forget that, actually, hang on a minute, stop, sorry, no, mm. I'm not doing that. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yep. Girls Say No by Rachel Hollis. Yes. Um, for me, Atomic Habits, James Clear. It's an oldie mm. but a goodie. Mm. Um, I've never read it, weirdly, um, before. So I all d well, it's been on my bookshelf for ages, shelf help. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I like that. I've never, I've I've got never, one of them. I've never heard that. Is this something you made up? Shelf no, I've, help. I've stole it from somewhere. But yeah, but yeah, it's, it, I've got a lot of shelf help. But um, I've decided to pick it up, and it, it. Sometimes you think you you know things, but I'm a great believer that if you, you don't know it unless you're doing it. So, uh, it's it's just a reminder, really, that especially this time of year, we can have massive goals and go mad and want to change every single habit. But I think it's just breaking it down into small, tiny changes mm. consistently that make the real difference. Yeah, mm. so it's a great book. Yeah, I, I agree with you about the, the ha you know, this time of year, we all start mm. doing this stuff. And it's sometimes it's a bit of a mystery to me and I sort of want to take a step back from it and go, you know, th there almost seems like there's so much pressure this time of you to be setting these massive goals and then you know and then it sort of slides downhill mm. doesn't it over you know and then we go we we sort of slip into february and we've forgotten about them yeah and i find it um i don't know what the word is it sometimes i just want sort of january just to go away yeah so that yeah, everybody can stop do. talking about new goals this new is my this, word for the new year, year. <laughs> and, and yes and we can I, I have actually got a word for the year <laughs> Um, but that we can sort of stop saying Happy New Year as well. Yeah. We can, sorry. So that we I can, know what you mean. I agree. So that we can yeah. just sort of... I, I think I might be really boring, actually. I think I might just like doing my own thing and getting on with what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say my work, but getting on with my stuff. And I don't need all of those distractions of being nice. Mm. Oops. There we go. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that out. Um, so my book at the moment... I don't have one. I'm reading a storybook, actually. And I can't mm. remember what it is. Um, so that's that, really. But a reminder that I think we can spend far too much time with stuff on the shelf the shelf mm. help thinking I, I really need to get that off the shelf because uh, it, it can sort of sit there can't it glaring at you 
sort of like this little, like its little spine looking at you from across the <laughs> <laughs> from across the room, going, "Why haven't you taken me out? <laughs> you bought me. You spent a lot of money on me, and have you looked at me now?" <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm reading a storybook. I needed to relax. I needed to chill out. I needed a bit of diversion. Mm. Get your fiction out. Yeah, I, I think I read Dawn French. Well, I, did, I listened to a Dawn French book on Audible. It's very good. I can't remember what it's called now. But fiction? It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very I good. I didn't realise she wrote that. Yeah. I didn't realise she yeah. wrote fiction. It was amazing. Very, very well written slash read. <laughs> yeah, you see, I, I, I actually quite like crap. <laughs> I like crap. Mm. So there we go. Mystery books. <laughs> That's it. Lose myself in a mystery book. Mm. We're on two now. You see, look, I, I can't see a thing. Um, we are going to be talking about what have we learnt this week? What have you learnt this week, Adele? Do one thing. Just do one thing. So for me, there was... What, all week or forever? No, just when. Just do one thing to get it done. One thing at a time. Because absolutely, one thing at a time and see yeah, it through to the end. Doesn't work for me. I've so got some, too much going on. It's, and and I, what I realised is probably for the last, between November and probably three weeks ago, I was in that same shift with Janelle, the first time of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Mm. So I sat back and thought, no, just focus on this one thing. And I have. And despite, I've just focused on that because I've got a something to build and do. So for me this week, my lessons learnt was just focus on the one thing. And it has made a huge, huge difference in terms of my productivity and also the weight of the world that I mm. felt on my shoulders. And I just said, no, just keep the main thing, the main thing for this week. Sometimes you can't do that. No. So I have a little bit of a, a, a sort of side sort of antidote to mm. that is time blocking, mm. which I've started using recently, which is like that. That's yeah. about focusing on one thing at a time. Yeah. So shutting down absolutely everything else and going, OK, for the next hour, I am going to be working on that event. And that's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else popping up. Nothing else doing anything. So do one thing at a time. Yep. Perfect. Natalie, what about you? Yeah, what have you learned this week? <laughs> what have I learned this week? Um, getting back into journaling, really, because I sort of have a bit... I'm a very inconsistent journaler. And I think sometimes when you've got things buzzing around your head, as we do as entrepreneurs, 30,000 ideas a minute, I think it's good to take a breath and notice what's worrying and what is um, constantly going around your mind. So I just took half an hour out and wrote some notes on why am I thinking this? What do I need to do? What could be different? How can I change mm. it? Except who can I ask for help? Things like that. Just asking myself quality questions. And I think that's a big problem with entrepreneurs is we um, have our, our brains are so full of everything. You need to take a breath and allow yourself some space for clarity, really. And then you're far more effective and mm. efficient. That sort of ties <laughs> in with my thing for what have I learned this week. Um, and this is something that I actually put out on my personal Instagram profile. It was about doing something slow that mm. helps you slow down. So I've got every gadget known to mankind for making things efficient and making things happen fast. I really have. You name it, I've probably got one. I've probably got a spare in the cupboard <laughs> or somewhere else in the <laughs> utility room. But actually, when you do something that takes a long time, so for me, it was a casserole. For the last goodness knows how long, every every meal we've cooked, even if we sit down and, and eat it nicely with a glass of wine, everything we cooked has happened fast. And I thought, oh, 
I just stuck a casserole. I could, I could have cooked it in another way, but I just stuck a casserole in the oven and I, I started it off in the morning and I just sort of left it there. And just that act, just that of having something cooking really slowly in the oven actually slowed me down. Mm. It just slowed me down. Mm. Nothing else had happened, just that. And I think it was it was just having that thing sort of going slowly, slowly, slowly in the background yeah. that made me calm down just a bit. Mm. I didn't achieve any less. In fact, I probably achieved more. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Funny enough, because uh, I have my I got my slow cooker down and put in some bits and just let it mm. cook and just the smell and the slow. So that's why I'm, I'm laughing is because that's what I did on Tuesday. Just put bought out my slow cooker. And mm. just let it go, cook really slowly. Mm. Mm. Right, we've done that now, then, we haven't have. we? <laughs> we're slow. <laughs> now, look, we've slowed ourselves down to the point where we've all stopped. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, okie dokie. Right, then, better talk about something else, haven't mm. we? So, I think we need to go on to money, don't we? It's something that people start thinking about this time of year. I don't know, what, what do people think is going to happen in January? That suddenly we're going to get to... I don't know what I thought was going to happen in January... <laughs> But I, I sort of, I had my last event, I can still remember it, I can't remember any other date, including my own birthday, but I remember that my last event of 2021 was on the 18th of December. Mm. I don't know what I thought was going to happen between the 18th of December and my last event and the, the next one coming. But that was it, I was building my, that was it, 18th of December, something miraculous was going to happen after that, and guess what? It, it didn't. It, life just sort of carried on as normal. And I think that's something that we do as we come up to the end of the year, don't we? We sort of try and put it all behind us, and then in January, suddenly we're going to set new goals, we're going to do this, we're going to, our income's going to change, this is going to change, that's going to change. But sometimes it doesn't, does it? No. Nope. And I think that's sort of where you, Natalie come at things from helping your clients yes absolutely because they hit a plateau it's like a brick wall except i don't think i don't i think when we hit an income wall we don't hit it like a brick wall do we we just sort of keep walking very slowly at it Yes, and, like and bouncing back against a bit. the edge, and yeah. then and then we oh hang on a minute, all right, well hang on, I'll just walk, I'll just walk towards this again, and then nothing <laughs> happens. So we come back a bit, and then we get cross, and then we get frustrated, and I think that's where somebody like yourself comes in to actually sort of pull us back out of it and to have a look, yeah, at what's going on. But I want to start at the place that you sort of focus on most, which is this sort of one to three thousand pounds a month income barrier, yeah, which. I've never heard anybody else talk about that. Normally it's the, hey, have you hit your million? No, you make your first million. Get over that sort of... That, yeah, that, let's that, make that, 10 figures yes, a month. That, that, brick, <laughs> that, that brick wall. It, it, normally it's, it's a really big sum, isn't yeah. it? But in actual fact, for a lot of people it's not. And the other thing is, is I think at one to, one to 3,000, for most people in most countries and civilizations. That is the sort of you need that as a minimum yeah, to live, don't you? Yeah. Um, and so that means that there are people in business who are not making what you've called your the survivability income. Yeah. Um, which is not that good, isn't it? No. So let me. So she says I have notes. <laughs> right, this is the, this is the problem. When I don't have notes, I know what I'm doing. I've got notes, so I just need to shuffle. <laughs> just just need to shuffle through my notes. Um, 
One of the things we asked you is a, a common question that your clients ask you, um, or should ask you, but don't. And what you said was, why aren't I making the money I should? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's something that clients actually don't ask you. No. And and the reason what why... What do they is, ask? Well, we've got, uh, I think, to to tell you why they don't ask me is it's embarrassment. No one wants to admit that they're not doing well, weirdly. And unless, like, you are maybe in a more intimate setting where there's trust and things like that. And I think... Social media doesn't help that because there's a lot of pretense. There's a, there's mm. a lot of you know like oh look at my fantastic life and my Lambo outside my mansion and all of this. What malarkey. my nan used to call, <laughs> what my nan used to call fur coat and no, no knickers. knickers. Yeah, exactly. my mum did. That's yeah, what my yeah. nan said to me. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know what we forget is is it's lovely to be um, inspired by other people online and people that do well and and I. And I I love that myself, you know, aspire to be more than I am. You know, that's humans. We grow and evolve. But I think what it can do is it can make you feel embarrassed about what you earn and then judge yourself and get the, you know, metaphorical baseball bat out and start smacking yourself around the head with it, which keeps you in that perpetual cycle of being stuck in the level of income you're at. Um and, and I think especially in January, we're told to hit goals. So we go, we, we almost like pluck a mm, number a out of the air and go, oh, that's what I want to achieve this year without actually breaking it down. And for me, a constant thing I say, again, it's not mine, I've stole it from somewhere, but is that if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. So mm. it's like, how are you going to make that money? Where's that coming from? What are you selling? How many of those things do you need to sell to get to that number? When in the year are you going to sell them? And it's like, you know, we're off out the tracks in January without a plan or an idea and then what happens is is as the months go on uh, we just get more disheartened with it so it's like it, the real question is why aren't I making any more money is is it it calls you to take a look at why aren't I making any more money not not why aren't more clients coming to me why isn't my audience big enough why isn't my bank account showing the zeros I want it it's like why aren't I making more money and it gives you the opportunity to look at yourself and look at what blocks are holding you back or or how you're holding yourself back in any way to get the income you desire one of the things that you've you you've just sort of mentioned um and i'm just going to extrapolate on it a bit because you, you mentioned numbers is that sometimes i think we all get quite focused on a monthly income yeah but it doesn't work like that in business, does <laughs> no. it? And I wonder if I wonder if we initially get focused on this. Oh, I've got to earn ten thousand a month, twenty thousand a month, thirty thousand mm -hmm. a month, because some of us have come from salaried backgrounds yeah, where right. you get the same. It doesn't matter what happens during the year; you get the same amount of money at the end of every month, come hell or high mm -hmm. water, regardless. But in actual fact, business isn't like that, is it? it business nope. is in cycles. Um, and so trying to sort of squash an annual cycle into a monthly income amount on your business or turnover, it really doesn't work, no. does it? No. Um, and it was when I went from trying to do that to actually looking at, okay, what does this bring me in a year? Mm -hmm. What do I need to run my business mm -hmm. and my life a yeah. year? And what does what I'm doing bring, how does that achieve that? And started looking at it as, as an annual figure rather than monthly, that I got the clarity that I needed. I also realised that I wasn't earning enough money to cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I had to do that exercise, yeah, actually. Definitely. I had to come away from thinking monthly to start thinking annually. Yes. 
to actually realise that. Mm. That what I was doing wasn't sustainable. That it was okay. It was sort of right up until the time that something went wrong. Mm. And as soon as something went wrong, it wasn't okay. Yeah. And do you find the people that are coming to you are thinking monthly? And is, is that... Part yeah, especially if you've come. I mean, it's very rare. I now think of one person I know, and I know quite a lot of people in business that have uh, the major, vast majority of people have come from um, work, mm. so a job. So yeah. we're used to that mindset. We're, we're taught that, mm. you know, and that's what gives us. I think I spoke about this before. Is like the glass ceiling. Like we we have no evidence or experience of earning generally any more than we've earned in a job. So we ha- mm. we have that, and like you talked about, button against the edge of things, or we reach that level, and then we come back. And um, there's a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and in it he talks about the glass ceiling, and it is a little bit like that, like you sort of like keep smashing yourself against this glass ceiling, mm. and it's only when we deal with our limiting beliefs that we can pop through that. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's not about working harder or doing more work or having crazy figures in our brain. It's like doing the work on ourselves to understand why we're holding ourselves Mm. back to get that. But yeah, it generally is monthly. But I think, like you said, business doesn't work like that. It doesn't, does it? So you can't, you know, I I run regular monthly events, but I also have two or three big events a year. Yeah. And so it's no good going, right, well, okay, I'm going to earn that this month and that that month because it just doesn't doesn't work like that. No. I think the only way it can, I mean, and, and this is a time thing, really, time spent. So um, you can have launches and things like that, and they're all going to be different. Generally, you're going to earn more money the more launches of a product you do. But the only way really to get some degree of certainty in business is to have recurring revenue. So that Mm. might be something like a membership or something that's got a monthly subscription, Mm. a bit like Netflix. So um, I'd like to be Netflix, to be fair. I'd like to have that sort of recurring income. Would you really? Oh, I can't imagine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, but it's like that. So, So then... You've got some degree of, and this is what I try and teach mm. my clients to have, is like 
try not necessarily straight away you don't have to do all things straight away but having your plan for the future a model that's going to give mm. you recurring income and then you've got some sort of idea that's generally going to grow do you think we ought to talk about now the myth of pass- passive income <sighs> and what um <laughs> and and what it what it is and what it isn't because there is an element of passivity in some sometimes mm. in the recurring revenue model isn't there it's just not as passive no as people would have you believe yeah well i'll give you this. my d- <laughs> my dad's a builder he's been a builder forever and um he says this is it. i'm gonna build a website and i'm gonna train people how to do building he said and that's it everyone will buy it i said no it doesn't work mm. like that, Dad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need you need to do marketing. You need to yeah. have your SEO. Not that he understands all this stuff, but it's like nothing's just going to come to no. you. There's always, there's no real such thing as passive. I don't believe. I like to think of it more as multiplication. Yeah, that you are creating one thing, so you're creating something that instead of it just being for one person, you see, you're sitting and working with that, with say one client at a time, yep. you create something that you can actually deliver to lots of people yeah. at the same time. Leveraging your time. So, so yep. you're multiplying what you're doing and how many people it can go yeah, out to. Absolutely. And that just increases what you're able to do. But it's not passive. You know, people aren't no. just going to carry on buying the same stuff all over, you know, it's going to, it's going to run its course and you're going to have to do something else. Yeah. You're going to have to get it out there. You're going to have to market it. People are going to go, actually, no, that's not what I thought it was going to be. So you're going to have to deal with refunds and and all of that sort of thing. It's not just, I'm going to press a button, I'm going to publish something, loads of people are going to buy it, and then that's the end of it for the rest of my life. It doesn't work like that. No, sadly not. It'd be lovely if it did. We'd all be a lot richer. It would, wouldn't it? So I think perhaps... What we're saying here is actually looking at your income in terms of the way that you are able to generate money. If you are generally able to generate money regularly, month, 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 without any variation at all, then, yeah, it's okay to look at your income monthly. But annually, we're going to have variations in what we're able to achieve. We're going to have up months, down months. Mm. But also our expenses go like that as well, don't they? They Not everything is always month to month. Yeah. Um, So... What is, an, sorry, I'm losing my place here. I can't see. I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't see a thing. So the key question is that people aren't asking: Why aren't I making the money I should? Um, if people can't get themselves above their, let's say that, that whatever plateau it is, yeah. but for the, the the purposes of of this discussion, say one to three thousand, mm-hmm. what's the first thing you do with them? Yeah, you, you have to take an honest review of where you're at. And I, I use I always use the analogy of a sat nav flight and this is what we do in January. We're very focused on the postcode of the destination we're going to. But we forget the main thing that the sat nav needs, which is your starting point. And some petrol. And some petrol. Yeah. And sound. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you might need to stop off along the way and also do yeah. you might need to stop off and have a wee. That sort of thing. <laughs> it's not just it's all totally yes. I'm just gonna go there yeah. and it'll be fine. Yeah. But we focus on, you know, we focus on right, this is my goal, I wanna get my goal. How how do I get my goal? What do I need to do? And actually that should be way down in the line of your steps of thinking. It's like, right, first of all, let's look at where you're starting. Where are you now? Let's let's take an honest review 
of of what's coming in already what have you got like what what's your audience like what have you got an email list what social so media an audit. like yeah an audit of where you are and also that's a good word isn't yeah. it yeah that's a good, a good <laughs> word is, i is. don't want you stealing that word i've already heard two things you've <laughs> nicked already <laughs> so so basically do an audit do an, uh, yeah, an honest an honest audit. i think it's difficult to do an honest audit of yourself actually because i think we either make it a lot worse than it is because we're beating ourselves yeah. up or we make it a lot better than it is because we're not looking at the bad bits yeah. so this is where somebody like yourself might come in where you you will actually do a proper an unbiased audit of where somebody currently is yeah and i think it's important like women women generally but especially women in business we're not meant to do it alone so go get yourself some support whether that's it could be a free group it could be friends that you've got in business get along to networking whatever it is is like being able to talk about this stuff and understanding that you're not alone there's other people that feel like this and and what other people talk about something like we're doing this morning is you're sparking ideas off each other so you're you're getting to learn more about yourself and it's one of the most important things i've learned and especially honed in it over the last three years is really be honest and speak your truth especially with yourself mm. you know don't bs yourself you know, because you that's not going to no, get you anywhere i i i, I was going to use the full word so so basically do an audit i so perhaps a good idea if you're going to do this yourself if you're not going to head into a mastermind group and i have to say watch this space (laughs) for the the mastermind group but if you're not if you don't have a mastermind group or you don't have a mentor you don't have somebody that you're actually going to sit down there with it's a case of perhaps getting a preset audit isn't it some questions that or things that you ought to be looking at and going through them and making sure that you fill it out properly yeah, I mean, you can do that. I'll just look at what you want. Like, I'm a big believer of keep it simple. Like, one of my mottos is keep it simple, mofo. That's one my branding I haven't gotten today. But, yeah, it's, and it, it's that. It's like, right, I want to make more money. Okay, what am I earning now? What do I want to make? What's the gap? Like, simple and mm. obvious. You don't need to go mental, you know. And, and it, it's a bit like Del said earlier. It's like one thing at a time. Like, if, if money is the biggest pain in your life, look at that first. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, don't go, oh, I need to, right, in order to make more money, I need to lose two stone, I need to walk every day, I need to journal, I need to meditate, (laughs) I need to talk to a friend, I need to do five business courses, and then I'll make more money. Mm. No, look at money. If money is the thing you want to change, look at that, and do one thing at a time. Because if you're trying to do all the things, and you think, if unless I do all the things, and unless I'm absolutely perfect... You're not going to do anything because you're just going to be overwhelmed. But also, some of those are, uh, and I, I'm not immune from this as well. I, I've caught myself doing it. Mm. But a lot of that is all just procrastination and yes. distraction, isn't yep. it? It's not about getting down and doing the scary stuff because making money is scary because people are going to pay you stuff. Some of them may not be happy. Some of them may complain. Some of them may not pay. Some of them may do all sorts of things. But somewhere along the line, you're going to have to put your good big girl pants on and actually have that exchange. And it's far easier to say, I'll go and do a business course. I can't possibly earn any money until I've gone and done that master's. That will only take me three or four years. Mm. And then then I'll think about earning Mm. some money. Exactly. But I think the way I see it is like flipping the switch and changing your mentality, really, is because if you think about it, anyone that's ever had a job has sold their self. So say you earn £30,000 a year. You are are being paid £30,000 a year to do your job. 
and it's no different in business it's exactly mm. the same and in a job you might get in trouble if you do the wrong thing you might um you know be sanctioned you you probably will experience complaints and it's it's not the level of responsibility you have in your business no but you you have already been putting yourself out there i.e interview mm. and getting paid for your services and it's no different in business and we've got to stop equating it to it's personally about us all we're doing is it's, they're not buying us they're buying the service or product that we provide but that's what it feels like isn't yeah it, it does it's, but this is why just, we've got to switch it, our it, mentality it feels, around it it feels like it and sometimes i think they are buying us yeah they I, do yeah. yeah so sometimes for some people and, and perhaps it's a different conversation but for some people it is them that they are selling yeah and i think it, it's with anything like even mm. if you go to, like whether you choose marx's or asda you know, we're buying the personality of the brand and, that, yeah. and that's what we do with any but business. But I think if, if I set up business as a shop and I'm selling cans of Heinz baked beans, mm. yes, all right, They may if I'm rude to people, they may not yeah. like me particularly, but they're still buying Heinz baked beans. Yeah. And I think I do think that's different to me saying, hey, come and have a one-to-one with yes. me. Yeah, it's different. Come and have a one-to-one with me. Let's see how we get on or I'm going to change your business or I'm going to design a website for you. Um, it's my creativity and my personal skills that are being sold there. Yeah, but I think it's like we make it a lot about ourselves. When oh, I do. In, yes. in actual fact. <laughs> it is no, about we, me, no, we, sorry. No, we all do. <laughs> but but when you think about it, 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 yes, you do need to have a plural. You do need yeah. to, especially in coaching and mentoring, even a course, you need to be relate to the person. But it is... Uh, it's about your client, not about you. Yeah, I was just going to say, when you say you need to relate to the person, actually sometimes I think it gels or it doesn't. Yeah. And, if, and if it doesn't, it's not about, it's not you, nope. it just doesn't gel and you have to have the courage to say, sorry, this isn't a good fit yeah, for us. and this us. is why you have to say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah, and a you looping do, round. And you, you have to say no. Yeah. And that perhaps if, if you get the if we'll call it the courage or you know what your boundaries are or you know who you work with well or who isn't likely to work well with you and you send them on their way and say no thank you and you send them off to a better place actually it could become a lot easier yeah. couldn't it yeah. yeah Adele I've got to build on that so when I'm working with women suppliers so a woman will say to me so and so hasn't done something and I go you're the boss you're the boss mm. you can that supplier if you've chosen them or you're working with them through a contract and they're not doing what you want them to do, it's down to you. It's down to you. And it's okay to say, I'm the boss. Oh, yeah, forget about that. (laughs) Because, again, you're used to that institution. So I say, so as much as you're having that discussion around clients, which is, you know, sometimes a bit more obvious, I have more fun when I'm talking to women about, is that a supplier? Yeah. Well, go and find some more. You are the boss. So write that on a piece of paper, remember, and there's a song. You're the boss. And they go, yeah, I am. Mm. So I do sometimes around even suppliers and having that is just really fun to see when a woman, the light bulb goes on and go, yeah, I am Mm. actually the boss, aren't I? And I go, yeah, you are. Mm. And sometimes we forget that. We do. We We do. It was Beyonce, I think. He said, I'm not bossy. I'm the boss. Yeah. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So one of the things that you're talking about, um, Natalie, is simple sales. Yes. What do you mean by simple sales? Well, it's, it's, it's very relative to what we've been talking about this morning, really, is keep it really simple. So, yes, I, I agree have a year goal, and I agree that you're not going to split that year goal down into monthly chunks. It won't work like that. It will probably, if, if you are 
consistently doing what you're meant to be doing, it'll expand. So you might earn 2,000 and then in three months' time you'll be earning 4,000 and then 6,000, etc. But when I mean keep it simple is oftentimes we're off the starting blocks trying to do everything like I talked about earlier. And I like, I like to work in 90-day chunks. So I would say if you're going to sell something, I'm not saying don't sell other things in the meantime, but predominantly market one thing every 90 mm. days. So it could be one-to-one services, it might be a course, it could be a physical product, but just focus on that because when you focus your attention on one thing, two things happen, is that your audience don't get confused. So if you're selling a different thing like every week or or every couple of days, they're not going to know what to choose and and there's a saying that goes, a confused mind never buys. So what we want to be doing is being really clear in our message and our intention for how we want to get there and really solely focus on that that thing that's going to and, and generally that thing will be the thing yes that makes profit um the thing your clients need <laughs> and the last thing and most important thing is what brings you joy because if you're not passionate about something you're not going to sell it and that's mm. key to selling so so pick that thing like rate rate each thing out of you know joy profit and value Right. So if you rate each of those, put everything you want to sell down and you have joy, profit and value and you mark them all out of five and the one with the highest score, sell that for 90 days. So it's just keeping it really simple and having all your marketing geared towards that. And then people know exactly what you do and it's a lot easier to sell. And what that creates eventually, if you're consistent enough, is people coming to you asking you about for the your, thing you're selling. For your stuff. And then, but you need mm. to be ready for that yes don't you yeah. <laughs> ready for the boom we were having we were having a discussion about that this morning about my challenge at the moment is i've got so many people trying to book on to the radio show trying mm. to book into events it sounds it, what a pro, what a wonderful problem yeah. to have but i have to deal with it because if i'm not careful my reputation will start yes. to be yeah. damaged because i'm not getting back to people mm-hmm. And so you have to be ready for when that bit arrives as well. Otherwise, you're going to sort of miss the boat and pee people off, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, coming back, did you have something to just say before we move on to the... No, that's what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. Literally what we were t- talking about yeah. this morning. Was mm. I don't have enough time mm. to talk to everybody to get yeah. around. So I've got to sort something out about that. Yeah. I have that. That's my job to deal with. I just wanted to come back to some of the things that you said. You said if the joy, the profit and the value. Yes. All right. Do you think if, if, if you're not making a profit from it and or it's not bringing you joy, it needs to go? Yeah, in the bin. It, mm. In the bin. What did you mean by value? So that there's two types of value. Value to you <laughs> and value to your clients. So if the goal is in business, I think, the main goal is connection. So, And I don't mean slide into someone's DMs and tell them all about all the stuff you've got because that is the most horrendous sales tactic ever. Just want to gouge my eyes out with a spoon when I see people doing that. It's all. It's just. It's. Sorry, I was. I. I, It leaves me speechless. You know, I connect. Somebody will ask me to connect on LinkedIn or Facebook, Mm. and I will. You know, I'll. I'll look at what they do and I'll connect. Yeah, and then. Two seconds yeah. later, I hope you don't mind me dropping into your inbox. I just thought I'd, you might want to know about the whatever. Yeah, I've got it, a tip for you. Yeah, I, how how do you know? I want this or, tip. Oh, I've got <laughs> I've got some bloke who keeps emailing and messaging me. I don't know what I think. I'm not sure what it is he's selling or doing. 
how, how about this? For, and it, it, I, I doubt if he's listening, but if you are, for goodness sake. <laughs> how about this? I still wanted to know if I can block your diary for 10 minutes. Uh. How does, who uses words like that? Can you think of anything more off-putting than block your diary? No. No. That is not going to sell. Not that's not no. going to sell anything, is it? So I might block you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, some, somebody, somebody from the NLP world, you know, who does a little bit yeah. of, of word work, needs yeah. to get hold of this poor soul. <laughs> and telling that asking somebody if you can block their diary is not a way to get yourself into their diary. No. But no. So sales-wise, please don't do that. No. Oh, please don't. And and the thing is, is. A lot of people have been taught shoddy, shoddy methods of selling. And what we've got to remember is if, if you think you was in a physical networking group, you wouldn't go up to a, a random stranger and go, here, I've got this thing, buy my stuff. Like, they'd be like, what <laughs> on earth is going on here? Walk away slowly. Yeah. But I think you would, mm-hmm. you would ask them questions and get to know them. And one of the most important things in sales, and I think in life, if you're building relationships, is remembering that you've got two ears and one mouth and using them in that proportion. Because you can't possibly offer anyone anything unless you know what they need or, or mm. what their desires are, what their problems are, getting to know them, where they're at. And then only when you know that and you think you can genuinely help someone, then you can offer. I'm going to put just a little sort of question around that because yeah. another there's another bit of me that is going, they must get a result every now and then. Because if you well, they met, will, yeah. if you met, but they it must work yeah. on some yeah, level. Do. It must work. I think I don't do it because it's uh, it's cringy. Yeah. All right. It's cringy and horrible. Mm. So I don't like it being done to me. Therefore, I don't do it. But somewhere along the line, it must work. Yeah, for people who uh, have less Dep- belief in themselves Depen- and think these people know better. But if you sell yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate yeah. here. But if it sells stuff, if your ob- objective is to sell stuff, is mm-hmm. to move a product from, from unsold to sold, and that technique, whilst us lot here find it nauseating, if it sells, is there a problem? Yes, because I've worked in recruitment for lots of years, which is a fantastic industry. <laughs> oh, it is. I, it can, is, I really. can imagine. But I was very different. And it took me a while. It took me about six months, but I got to the top of the um, recruiters uh, in about six months. And the recruitment consultants couldn't answer. Who, who is this girl? What's she? What's she? Do? She's a girl, number one. And recruitment was <laughs> predominantly men at that time. And I just laughed because what happened was they were so pushy, and they would get loads of leads and loads of business, but they would get loads of it new would, business right and it would so drop off as well it would drop off so what yeah. happens is is if you're doing shoddy sales and you're getting people in quickly what you don't get is retention which mm. is the easefulness of a sale right so what ideally you want is you want to build lifetime customers people that want to keep buying your stuff and if mm. something else comes out you do that yeah. but if you start off shoddy yes you might get a quick buck but you're not going to keep it and what you're going to do is spend the rest of your sales and business life chasing new sale yeah. after new sale and after you, new sale and, and what you want is people recommending you yep c- and coming back themselves absolutely so that is why we don't do that so please don't do that no. and if you're if you're messaging my inbox on linkedin and facebook please stop that because i'm not listening to you <clears throat> i'm not listening to you no. Were you going to say something? I'm going to go there. Exactly. This is the cost of churn. So for me, you Mm. might get that quit, but that churn, and actually, same when I was recruiting, 
it's so costly to recruit. And if you get it wrong, then you end up with churn and more cost. Yep. So yep. for me, you have to play the long game. Mm. And exactly like you, if you're in my inbox, you're not playing the long game and I'm going to block you. Mm. Let's go back and do a little bit of a recap here because I think I've hijacked the conversation a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not... <laughs> what I want to do. So here we are. We've hit an... In- How do you know that you've hit an income barrier? Actually, because you're not getting past it. So you might say you're on 30k a year, which is pretty standard, but you're desperate to get to 50k. You're just not doing it. You might get to 49, maybe. Might be your best year. I know that sounded like a really, really silly question, but no, it's not silly. But I can see how sometimes it can take an awful long time, a lot of frustration, tipping against the wall, trying different things. Before it finally dawns on mm. you that actually th- there's a barrier here, okay? Yeah. And it would be an awful lot quicker if that period of realisation time could be concertina down into a much shorter period of time. So you spent less time sort of tipping, at, at, you know, sort of dipping your toe and kicking lightly at this, this sort of glass ceiling. Yeah. How do you know that you... If, is there a way of recognising much quicker much sooner that you that actually there's a barrier here that you need to do something about yeah i I think generally business is great but business is better with self-development and i think if you know more about yourself then you're going to understand those things more quickly and also a massive part of growth is yes you can wing it when you're first in business and just make the money you can and all that stuff but if you really want to grow and you want a sustainable business that that has longevity then you need to monitor your numbers and you need to monitor yourself, like have a self check in and, and listen to yourself. What's going on, the words you're saying, the actions you're taking, mm. does that all marry? And then that's going to help you identify much quicker any blocks that are standing in your way and give you the opportunity to seek help, whether that's in a book or journaling. Or so we're saying courses. here, we're saying here that there are, there are, there are two issues. The first is you're looking at your numbers mm-hmm. and your numbers are either not going up or yep. they're going down. Yes. So there's something is not happening there. Um, and the second thing is you're tuning in to yourself yeah. and making and paying attention to what's going on there. You're perhaps yeah. becoming aware of where you know you should be doing something. You've said you've decided to do something, but you're procrastinating. Yes. You're looking at ways of avoiding doing something. So you're just becoming aware of perhaps your internal attitude and how that's affecting you. Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, do you know, the hour, it goes so fast, doesn't it? <laughs> we haven't got much longer. We haven't got much longer at all. I would like from you, Natalie, your top tip, okay, your top tip for getting over that money barrier. Understanding what you want. And one of the things I do every month is an exercise by Denise Duffel. Well, it's coupled with a few things I've learned. Denise Duffel Thomas is a great personal money mindset. She's got lots of books. But a good one is Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. That'll help you with that, first of all. Mm. But one of the exercises I do every single month without fail is I write down all my money memories as far back as I can remember. So, like, I can't afford it or, you know, um, you're not good enough or all that stuff. And I write them all down. And then I do a thing called tapping. 
um, or EFT as some people call it. You can find it on YouTube. There's millions of videos on it. And I go through each one and I tap on it. And you start the tapping with, even though, say for example, I'm not enough. And the end has to be, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And what that does is it brings your awareness to the blocks that are holding you back. And it helps you to start clearing it. And it's like the layers of an onion. Some of them will never go. They're just You just mm. keep getting bits. But the, the consistent practice of that will help you deal with any blocks you have around that now. So basically, you need to take action. You need to take action mm. with what's going on in yeah, your head. Absolutely. Mm. Natalie, how can people get hold of you? Because you work one-to-one with people, don't you? I do, yeah. How yeah. can people get hold of you if they'd like to work so with you? If you come and find me on Facebook, it's Natalie Barry. So it's N-A-T-A-L-E-E-B-A-R-R-Y. Pretty simple. And there's lots of... Um, information on there you can go and join my free group or if you want to send me you can dm me on there as well or you can email nat n-a-t at natalie n-a-t-a-l-e-e barry dot com. and i can give a wonderful recommendation for natalie because this is her second time on the show she's also <laughs> been a speaker at, on at the women in business big show so natalie natalie barry thank you so much Adele, it's nearly that time. I know. It's, it's gone so quick time. again. Have you got a very have you got a very quick tip for um overcoming income barriers? Exactly what, what Natalie says. Just sit down and write down what's holding you back. Until you get that on paper, you're just procrastinating. Mm. Take mm. action. Yeah. And I think mine is doing that writing down with questions. So yeah. ask yeah. yourself ask yourself questions you know mm. it, we're always asking questions so write down a question so it could be it could be why aren't i earning the money i should but it could be how can i earn more money mm. and just see what pops out mm. get your pen get your pen yeah. your paper out start scribbling start drawing we are now we're going to have to head off unfortunately we are going to be back next week and with more what should we have tip tips tricks ideas from the world of women in business we will s- i've got myself caught up in my head <laughs> <laughs> i'm turning around i'm turning around in my head <laughs> caught up in the chair how, how is it we can never get on or off air without without, without some sort of carry on be the show we, we, it? We, we, it us. i'll tell you what we will see you all next week <laughs> take care everybody bye Tune in next week to the Women in Business radio show for more stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you grow your business. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.